Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the Gym Owners Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about probably the most important task that you have to do as a gym owner, which is replicating yourself. Um, we're going to go into how you can find people to cover the tasks that you're doing right now, how to possibly get to the point where you have people that you can trust that can handle all of these really important tasks so that you can get on to the next thing, the next thing, next thing, possibly even developing new locations or running whole new systems that are going to operate kind of on their own. But as long as you're the one doing all the doing, your shit's not going to be moving forward. You'll always end up being the bottleneck. So before we get into that, make sure you guys join the Gym Owners Revolution group. That's in our Facebook group. Uh, the link is going to be in our description. Easy to find. Just go right there. Description in the podcast episode right there. Follow the show at the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. You can follow me, Tyler Stone. That's at Tyler F. Stone on Instagram. And you can find John at J Banks FL. All right, guys. The one of the things that we talk to a lot, uh, talk to gym owners a lot about is like, I just, they, they all wish they had a, just a, a person who was a go-getter. <laughs> and I was having a conversation with Jim owner the other day. It was the same thing. It was like, you know, I said, you can't be hiring people like the, this guy you got. This is, this isn't going to work. You can't be putting things on his plate. They poorly represent your business. And he said, well, just not everybody's built like you. He told me, and I said, and I, but he's right. He's right. Thanks, man. I said I'm hoping if he meant by rippling pecs and older <laughs> exactly. shoulders, but I think I think it does just mean maybe like time in the business and no, obviously. But, um, but I do think that that's an important thing. A lot of people think out there is so you think, oh, God, I just it's it's hard to find good people, and that's exactly true. We talked about this last week. This is a continuation of last week's conversation about hiring personal trainers and how you kind of can slowly give them a little bit longer leash um, and allow them to really kind of grow into their own while setting good expectations. The same thing needs to go for finding anybody to do kind of higher level tasks. The worst thing I've ever seen gym owners do is just take somebody at their word when they are having a conversation with them or getting hired and then just give them, we say this many times, just give them the keys to the city. Like, yeah, this person, he's going to help me with everything. And anytime someone tells you this stuff, guys, that they can do a lot of things and they're just ready to go, they fucking can't. I just, I hate to break it to you. I've never had that conversation with someone who actually can or, or does or will. Well, it is, Tyler. It's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent never happens. We've now been in it, talked to enough gym owners and have interacted with enough people to where we've heard those phrases so often where somebody comes in, oh, I know this guy or whatever. They came in, oh, my, they can do all the things. And they, they say all the right things to get themselves hired and 0% of the time have those people panned out. In fact, Tyler, not only did they not pan out, but I think they get fired within one year yes. of having worked there. It's By so the way, this goes with almost everything. Most of the time, somebody just shows up at your door. It's like, yeah, let me like just do all your social media. I've done all this stuff. And it's just like, well, what the fuck? You're just going to pay for just like with content to be slapped out there without a plan. It's, it's all nonsense. And they'll come in and just put your logo on stuff. So things look official and act like they've done a thing. Or they'll go into your fucking facebook group with your members and start tagging at everybody by the way oh, don't ever geez. do that anymore stop do this if you're if you're doing at everyone in your facebook group, I, I just at everyone hates you that's what i want you to know if you're ever adding everyone at everyone hates you i promise it's the worst fucking thing ever and i know it's a formula that people are doing it just kind of works but 
just don't let math make your shit suck just because the math works. I hate that as well. If you just do this all the time, you'll get X amount of interactions. And then everyone thinks you are a total fucking loser. Just don't. Back to the matter at hand, though. So getting things up and running, if you're trying to bring someone to replicate a lot of your tasks, being a, call it a manager, really as an assistant manager, probably general manager, be very far ahead. Here's the problem with trying to appoint someone as, say, a general manager, right? If you're going to have someone come and take over, that is a full-time job that requires a full-time salary. Do you have that freed up? You as Jim or can you just for someone who I would describe purely as a non-revenue revenue producer in your gym, a general manager is a non-revenue producer. They are not on the floor fulfilling services. They very likely are not doing sales. Uh, maybe they will be at some point, but they're not going to be killing it in the beginning. They're not going to know. Any, so you can just, can you just start coming in floating full-time salaries? No, you can't. So stop pretending like you can. Like, I just need a general manager. Okay, great. So you need your business to make an extra 50, 60, $70,000 a year. Right now, so you need an extra five grand a month. You need to increase that revenue. Then you're going to bring this person in, and then hope that they can grow beyond that point. It's just not going to happen. So hiring a general manager is a terrible fucking move. What you really need to do, like we talked about with our this stuff before, is you need to get. And I don't like going hard systems, but you need to decentralize all of this authority, and you do need to have some like some processes that everyone is accountable for. And at that point, you'll realize that not all of these tasks got to be handled by one guy who's a wizard, because that one guy who's an ace, all the skills you've described, I want someone who can sell, I want someone who can manage personnel, who's great with clients, who is who's going to not create content for you, but like, who's going to have a, a say on it, kind of everything, who's essentially going to be in charge of all the operations, the, all the workings of your business. That person can make a hell of a lot of money in any other business than, that your, than yours. And so I just don't, you got to get over the fact thinking that there's a person out there just looking for that job, ready to rock and roll. That person doesn't exist. And I want to take it one step further is that I don't think it should be the goal to be able to hire that person or to ever have that person exist in your business. I think it's a vestige of times past. The idea to be able to duplicate yourself with a clone of yourself that then can do what you were doing for less money than you were doing it for so that you can go scale. I think that that's what gets perpetuated and pushed on us because for the last hundred plus years or whatever, like that's the idea where you learn how to do a thing, you get your Padawan or your apprentice and you teach them and you take all your brain knowledge and you put it into that person and then they can do what you can do maybe at 80% or 90% efficiency to what you could do. And then you can move on to do other things. And I think that that is what gets talked about. And I think fundamentally that's wrong for one of the biggest reasons until you talked about this the other day, which is, People do not stay in the same fucking place long enough mm -hmm. for you to trust that you now spent however long it would take to fucking get someone spun up. And then that motherfucker is going to move on average every five, three to five years. They're going to go. Yeah. They're going to be gone. That's and assuming what you start works out. That's exactly. assuming it. Yeah. And then you got to pull yourself back. And also now you, and, and you have to have the salary to pull you every year. You got to have more money to be able to pay this person. Cause here's an important thing about that too, John, that you mentioned for you. If you're the owner, 
and you're operating as a general manager right now, and you want to bring in a general manager, why? Aren't you making enough money doing that job right now? Right? Oh, because you have all of these skills and you know how to do this, you are a little ambitious, <laughs> meaning you want more money than you're going to be able to make simply doing this one thing here. And you know, in order for you to make more money, you have to start to make money off the person doing this and you need to start to scale up the business. Meaning it's not enough money for you. Why the fuck is it going to be enough money for them? This is a thing that, that it's, it's broken. And John, you kind of made this comment uh, when we were talking about this the other day, but the fact of the matter is middle management never should have fucking existed anyways. Those are, these are gatekeeping jobs for places that have like a big fucking chunk of just cash that they can burn. So it's every person kind of starts like a, like a, like they just start kind of hoarding all these little responsibilities. It ends up like office space where it's like, I'm the people person. I take the thing to the people to do the thing. I, I, I gotta be the one. And, and it, when you really get down to it, the job shouldn't fucking exist anyways. It just shouldn't. I think middle management got created. So your brother-in-law could get a gig and you could shut your fucking wife up. Yes. <laughs> I think that that is why it exists and that's why it existed because if you really zoom out, because I get the unique opportunity each and every day to be able to, to do business and work within a multi, a billion multi-billion dollar company on a sales side of things. And so I get to watch corporate America at its finest. And they structure and restructure and add new CEOs and add new department heads and do this and that. And they do it over and over and over again because they're the business, their job is to move around money and then just be able to have people that are important stakeholders that help drive up their stock in positions of power. And that's the name of the game is the moving of money. If that doesn't sound like your gym in Wichita, then stop fucking playing the game of having a bunch of middle management bullshit CEO positions. Mm -hmm. Like these positions that are nebulous that don't fucking matter because when you have a fucking downturn, do you know who the first people are that get fucking fired when you talk about like when you have depressions and you have all sorts of shit where it starts getting wiry. It's fu it's middle. It's your CEOs at the very top or your middle management people. And they get the fucking ax. Well, and we've been a part of businesses too, John, in the past that we've worked with and we've seen this firsthand where it's like, as a business tries to scale, they just try to start assigning important names to things as though the business is more important than it is. Oh, look, now this person is the CEO. And then you just start creating all this structure for fucking no CFO, reason. CFO. And then and it's like, yep. none of this is, none of this is real. And we watch this front center and be like, oh, this is dumb. And now what you've done is you've just put a person here, given them a title. And now they want to make things there. So they just start making decisions for no fucking reason. And everything gets very stupid, very, very, very fast. Okay. So your business is not ready for this. If you're listening to this, your business probably is not ready. Just start. Here's my general manager. And, and the thing we talked about is nobody walks in and just gets the keys to the kingdom. Nobody like this doesn't exist. So what, what needs to happen is you need to empower everyone that you have and you need to give them the task that, that you need to be done. Meaning that's it. Aside from admin stuff can be hired out, right? A lot of that stuff, VAs, 
Build processes for shit that doesn't need a decider. Okay. The fact is decision-making and coming up with ideas. That's a thing for people like you as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, decision-making ideas, vision that works. That's the thing you you can be at the helm of that. Nobody else gets to, nobody else gets that. Frankly, <laughs> any idea has got to be bounced off you. In my opinion, you don't need someone coming in and go, well, this is what I would do. Well, fuck off. Cause this is what I need you to do. First. Okay. Get good at this before you start telling me what to do or fucking hiring, you know, thinking we need to come in and start fucking building new shit. Get out of here. Now, now the one thing I think is important that's on this exact point, And Tim Ferriss goes into this, into the four hour work week is talks about how much time was saved when he did empower his people to be able to make decisions up to a certain threshold. Of so they didn't have to come to him and bottleneck on it. Cause we see that on both sides of it to where yeah. we've watched him owners want to be able to let their people do things and feel empowered, but there was no guide, no guide rails, no, no bumpers nothing. on the bowling. And it was fucking, it wasn't like they all of a sudden went crazy and started spending lots of money and doing a bunch of shit without talking to anybody. They did fuck all. Yeah, they did nothing. They just did nothing. But they were getting paid more because you gave them the responsibilities. And that's the thing. Anyone that you have within your system right now, okay, let's just let's talk, let's just talk sales, right? All right. Sales is a big one for the owner. If, if you're if you're the owner and you're kind of handling the one closing sales, that's very, very common when gyms up to a certain point. You're not having a full-time salesperson. You're not, you don't have one. Okay. So who is actually handing sales? If it's nobody, like if it's just kind of, then you're not even playing the game at the scale you should be yet, which means you should have an idea of how many leads am I getting this week? What am I doing to get more leads? Like, like that should be a thing that your business is planning. If that's not, that is on you to get that in place. So that can be, those can, that can be a system now that you're manipulating and changing the inputs to you as the one who has control and decision-making from that point, who is answering those text messages? Who is meeting those people for appointments? How is that happening? Who is having the sales conversations with these leads? Now, that's great because right now that's you. That's something we can start to offload. That's something where if it's for personal training, perfect. When they make their scheduler, that starts to go towards my personal training coach. Okay. If it's for group fitness, it's my group person. And then maybe you just incentivize performance on in that regard. Okay. But you're going to take these meetings. If you close this, you get X, right? But all of a sudden now you as a gym owner. You don't have to fucking do every sales call. You don't got to respond directly to every lead. There's value in doing it, but at some point it takes a lot away from you. On the other side of that, every single one of these little tasks that you give off, take off of your plate, immediately you need to set up a full system. I, I hate that word because it's just the business seat talk of the system, system. It sucks, but you just need checklist. to need you set up some sort of checklist, okay, yes. where they need to be held accountable to it. They need to be held accountable to the outcomes. They need to be held accountable to the performance and they need to be taught how to do it. That's really and, important. And that, too. It's that, that is so important. And that's the piece that gets missed 90% of the time. Yeah. You have to teach your people. And we've, I've talked about it before, but I just came across another, I was listening to another podcast, was reading another thing. And I came across that I sent it to you the other day, which is this, this idea of, of managing your people the number one mistake is that somehow you think people just know how to do the things the way you want them to do it. And if you don't, and that's, and that's the mistake. And we talk, and this kind of keeps us on track. It's the mistake is that 
you want to be able to get yourself out of these situations or out of these positions and put other people in so you can start to scale and work on the stuff that needs to be worked on in your business. But there is a mistake in assumption that you can just, that all of a sudden you immediately get your time freed up. You're, yeah. It's not an immediate You're freeing of time to make this work. Yeah, distractions. Exactly. And by the way, you got to put in a little bit more work to even be capable of doing it. Meaning you have to go, okay, well, what can I do to make sure the, the metrics I want them accountable towards is closure rate. I want them accountable towards average ticket price, like closure sale price. And I also want them accountable to uh, whatever, like just the general, like the sales process as a whole, right? They need to be good at it. They need to be, you know, it needs to be optimized for results, including the client's results as well, not just financial. Okay. So in that you need to have a sales system then that works, which means you need to have a, a system. Cause if you, if you've been doing it as a gym owner, you're like, well, I just meet with the people and I talk with them and I am so good and compassionate and I know how these conversations go. I've been doing this for 10 years. Um, I'm really great. I connect with people. I'm a people person. I hate to break it to you. Most of your coaches aren't going to be as good as you at that. They're just not. And a lot of them are going to suck at it. So training rules, a good sales system, like the one we sell, it's just an app. You go through your buy and they say, it's just a guided conversation. What are you looking for? How many times a week? Cool. cool. Well, here's kind of what we got. Top options here. Uh, we've got these other ones. What do you think? Then it's just this little thing. And you answer a few other questions in the context of that 10, 15 minutes, they're out and rocking and rolling. Well, now that is a thing. If you're a gym owner looking to scale, now we're talking because now your personal trainers should be closed. No personal training should be closed her sales meeting should be had regarding personal training. If that's the interest that they may be tagged as they come in, as they're getting nurtured before they come in, set an appointment without the personal trainer being the one that's doing it. That would just make the most sense. You're the one they got to meet. They got to like you. Perfect. Now you can go in and do some handholding. Uh, you also should be checking in on them constantly. Um, if they're only closing one out of five, one out of 10, one out of two, that's probably, you know what I mean? Like, like 50% or less is a pretty bad closure rate if they're meeting you in person, for sure, if they're coming that far. But if they are, and you're actually communicating with them directly, hey, how is this going? Because these are the metrics that matter. Now it's not how many pointless, unguided conversations can you have with potential leads that you hopefully maybe get them to take out their fucking debit card, even though you have no experience on how to get anybody motivated to buy at all. Like, it's a hard thing. And teaching somebody to be good at sales out of the blue, like they can make way more money selling cars or insurance or fucking God knows what cell phone plans than they can selling gym memberships. So I think it's really important that once they get started and you find out, geez, you only, you got eight meetings last week and you only closed one. What's going on? And they're going to have excuses. And some of them might be lies. Okay. We talked about this what? before. Everyone knows. But you do have, you say, okay, well, maybe let me, let me handle a few of these next week. Let me handle half of them next week and let's see how it goes. Maybe you just need to do some more training with them again, make sure they're running through the process correctly. Do some mm -hmm. more hypotheticals. Maybe they're just clumsy with it or maybe they're not doing it. Not doing it Ooh. is usually the problem. Mm -hmm. That's going to make me the maddest. But then you know. Okay. And if you, you go in and do the next four and you close all four, you say, okay. Well, let's tune up. Let's get you more speed. Or maybe you do the next eight and you only close one also. And you're like, our leads suck, huh? Let's look at what we're doing. Maybe we're communicating the wrong thing. Maybe we're putting out their blows. But now your system is improving and you're not doing all the work trying to fine tune everything and just relying purely on your talent and fucking entrepreneur skills. Because that's not how your your talent and entrepreneur skills is not what your business is going to be built on beyond a certain point. Your ability right. to empower people 
to find and identify the right people, to put them in place, to be successful, and to do everything you can to ensure that they're successful, even in spite of themselves, that is the difference between your business 10Xing and your business staying exactly where it is right now. And I think it's really important on that exact fact, which is just because you have one chunk of the system figured out, how you run it doesn't mean you have the next. I was, we were talking, I was talking to a gym owner last week and he, they, he has a system in place. He knows how to be able to onboard people. He know, uh, as far as his own staff, teaching them how to be able to sell, how to be able to do those things. He knows how to manage them, right? The exact situation that you talked about, right? You've got into a situation where the guy that he had been working with, the leads that were coming in, they weren't closing. He's like, all right, like you, 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 you're striking out constantly. Let's uh, let me come in. Let me come in. I'll. He's like it, the way he was explaining. He goes, I know how it's supposed to be done, right? It's if you want it to be done, just show them, show them how you do it. Let them shadow you, and he goes, and then they'll get it. He goes, so I went in there, big barrel chest, and went in, and he goes, and I sat with four of the leads that had been coming in, and he goes, and I struck out four in a row, and he goes, oh, so these these leads kind of suck. And the guy's like, well, yeah. And that's where you're like, all right. So, but he knew because he had a system that already was built that he already knew how to do. You did all the work. He was able to identify that one variable that was the struggle, yeah. right? That he was struggling was that lead. But just because he had all of this figured out, didn't stop him from having, having me in his office. And now mm -hmm. I'm talking to him about the next piece in his system that was missing, yeah. His so figure out the lead quality and then you still need to now empower these people to really sell and right. to know and so that you'll know without you having to re-inject yourself fully into the situation you'll know when something's amiss and and it takes you have to be willing to be honest and that's one of the things that i find that it can be really really hard because if you're going to be successful at this game whether it's entrepreneurship or gym ownership, all these pieces, you have to kind of like when it's quiet and it's just you, you have to kind of be like, I really am better than everybody else at this. Like I'm fucking yeah. awesome and I'm awesome. Yeah. And that's why this is going to work. And I'm not worried about it not working because it's like, it's I'm awesome. And it's, I'm going to fucking will it to into existence. You have to have that. While at the same time, being able to be humble enough to step back and say, I need to work on this or this is yeah. a struggle of mine, or I'm not good enough here, or just because I know how to do A doesn't mean I have any idea how to fucking do C. And beginning to end in your business, whether it's the flow of leads, whether it's fulfillment of services, whether it's retention, whether it's fucking staff, it's whether it's the quality of the coaching that's going on, the quality of the product out there, um, to just your efficiency as a business, right? Um, all of these things require as a person who's spent a lot of years in technical field, it, like troubleshooting is, was my thing in the service side of things is your shit, your super complicated shit is broken. Okay. It does not work. And there's not a lot of indicators as to what the cause of that is that just happened out of the blue. Okay. The first, like the first fundamental baseline that you have to have of, from an understanding standpoint, you have to know how it's supposed to work. And that's it. If you don't have that understanding, you're screwed. Because I need to know that at this moment, this contact closes here. And then that tells this, this. And then this does this. And then that closes this thing. And then this thing tells me that this is safe and this is safe. And then it makes sure all of these other criteria are checked. And then we get to the moment where things go whoosh and there's heat. 
Yeah, and then up to a certain point. And that is a thing that takes a very, very long time. And you're not going to be fully equipped to do that all the time, like instantly. That's just not the way you're going to be able to do it. And I think that um, it is important for you to understand still that this system does operate kind of like that, that there's a bunch of things that need to be in place. You're going to have a great understanding of a lot. And the ones you don't, then you just got to make pay closer attention to. You're going to have to spend a little bit extra time. You're going to have to bring somebody else in to cover that pace. You're going to have to have a very slick system to do it. And that's when, especially when it comes to sales. Again, if you got a great salesperson who's just savvy and connects to people, great. You can't pay him enough money to keep him. Those skills are worth more than you're going to get a person. And if, if, unless you're killing it already, you don't need us and you don't need all, a lot of this stuff. Like you don't have the money. <laughs> and what you're going to need to pay a person who's just a sales ace, who just is an ace to keep them, you're never going to be able to operate. You, you don't charge enough. It's just not going to work. So you need to take people who have other skills that are worth, worth, worth something to you. And you need to make that person more valuable to you. And that's well, by giving them a system that works, giving them the training that they need to have to do it, empowering them, checking in on them, making sure now that they understand how this stuff is supposed to flow. You can't just force them to do it without them understanding. It'll never, never, never work if they don't understand it. Well, the way that we do this, Tyler, and have had so much success with the people that we work with on this very specific task and milestone is you cannot put all your eggs in one basket. Because this is why in our structure, it's you have to have every single person that works with you that's part of your team needs to be empowered and trained and capable of doing this. Because what you do, because even if you could afford, right, even if you fucking ignore everything that we've been talking about this entire episode, and you really can't afford to flip big time money at somebody to be a coach with you. Yes, as they become more skilled, they will leave. Because they will be able to make more money. I, frankly, if you're not being able to pay someone 400000 a year, they will figure out how to go do sales at a more profitable place. The next piece is going to be they are going to fucking move because humans don't live in the same place all the time. So there's going to be gonna they're a gonna girlfriend, husband's going to get a new job. Yeah. So there's so many reasons that are so outside of your control. There's no, fuck all that you can do. So they are going to leave. And that's why you have to make sure that you are leveraging and hedging your bets. Then instead of having one person that's the ace, you really are rising kind of the tide with every single person that's inside your business. And that's why that's how we execute this is yeah. you have a take that system that made you good. And how do you make sure you systemize it across every single person that's in there? I mean, Let's talk about another mistake that gym owners make in this regard a lot. First one is like, um, yeah, I'll just have someone come in and they'll handle everything. They'll do my admins and you just let somebody come in as a shot caller. It's a huge mistake, right? I also see it a lot yeah. with gym owners who just hand over social media to a coach who like, who does fucking mildly entertaining shit on their own social media. And you just say, give them the login to your Instagram account. And now that person's your social media manager. That on its own, without any of the other things that we described, accountability, fucking plan, accountability to results, accountability to the content, um, guidance, all of this stuff. If, if that doesn't happen, all you're doing is paying somebody more to do a bunch of stupid, stupid shit. I tell you, there's almost nothing I like less than a coach who's been given the social media keys for a business, for a gym. 
because they suck. They suck at it so much. They act like influencers because they want to be an influencer. And it's so terrible. And everything is about you. Now you're just running reels about somebody doing a deadlift. And it doesn't fucking mean anything. Like, you know that your job is as many in regards to social media management for a gym. But the main one is to, like, manage your brand outwardly, make it look nice, and then fucking make sure that you attract new people. Communicate your offers. You need to make asks. Influencers don't make asks. They just post stuff. And posting fucking stuff is a waste of your time. And if you're paying, now you're paying somebody to do that and it's a tremendous waste of your time. Now, we saw a gym that did this as well as try to have somebody else do a bunch of more tasks essentially as well, like to kind of move into like a right-hand man position. And then also had another coach. Now you're going to handle the social media and the sales. And what happened was, is they weren't accountable to any of those things. So all of those people are making that much more money now for those tasks and those tasks aren't getting done. And that's because the owner didn't do anything to make sure they got done and got done right. So all of a sudden sales numbers suck everybody's buying just nobody's closing the shit they're buying are just busted ass bare bones packages the other coach is doing nothing on the other tasks that were supposed to be done in fact even performing worse as a coach and pretending like they have this extra burden of responsibility and what most of these coaches do is they just still kind of hang out coach sometimes and then they're worker outers the rest of the time they're just fitnessers okay and just know just because you paid them an extra thousand dollars a month more for this task that they're doing doesn't mean they're going to do it doesn't mean they're going to care and if you don't hold their feet to the fire they will do as little as they can get away with i fucking promise you especially with coaches okay trust me on this one trust me and so so you have to with social media then listen it still should be you either farm that out fully externally to someone who really really knows what's up and that's still hard because that costs a lot of money even just posting content creating a little bit creating content outside it's a lot it really is. It, it just takes a lot of money and you may not be able to justify it. Know that social media is not as important as it used to be. I'd rather have you put resources and content into doing some placeholders and some consistent asks, make it about your products and a little bit of other fucking stuff. You can do a little bit of fluff. It just can't be all fluff. Um, and then make a lot of your, a lot of that attention though should go towards your Google business profile. Cause that's how people are finding you. Um, but when you do that, still needs to have a plan. So what is the plan? What is your plan for market? Like, how do you, like, literally, like, I want X amount per day. That plan should also make sense. We had a fucking company one time. I was like, well, you need to post four times a day. I was like, for what? The fuck? About what? You sell one thing. Like, you sell across one Across multiple thing. accounts. Across Tyler. multiple, multiple accounts. forget. Yeah, like four times a day for the, the, the four times a day was for this one. Yeah, one for one. And then I had four times on the face. It was, it was the dumbest thing ever. I refused to do it immediately. They didn't have enough content to last at that pace for more than like 30 days anyways. And it's like, okay, so you're bringing in photographer fucking now? And like how, how redundant is this cop? It's a total waste of time. It's just all, it would all be noise. But to do something like that, you, you should have a plan. Your plan should not be stupid. Okay, if you're, as long as your plan's not stupid, you can kind of make it work. Meaning you should talk about your offers a lot. Like, what are you doing? Like, what can people do? Talk about client results. Testimonials are great. Before and afters are even better. Uh, that's a great starting point. As many quotes as you possibly can from people. If you're posting your workout of the day, nobody gives a shit. If you're a gym, like if you're a gym, just a random person seeing your programming for your fucking advanced class or something that doesn't mean anything other than that, like to a person who's new to fitness, it all looks hard and it all seems like it's in a language they don't understand. So it's almost a turnoff. 
It should be approachable. You can have some fluff content, have some member spotlights. I want people smiling in their faces. I want them getting big results. I don't want it to be 90% just like people hitting PRs. I was doing a bunch of content creation for a gym that we did for their online coaching programs. And we were doing getting a bunch of stuff to build for their website videos and shit like that. And I remember that one of the coaches and the gym owner on two separate occasions told me, said, oh, that person's over there. Like, yeah, he's a badass. He's going to be hitting like this big fucking clean and jerk here. You should get over there and get that on video. I was like, the fuck are you? That's the last thing I want to do is show some fucking jacked guy like straining through some impossible shit so that you can scare away a bunch of people who are wor- who are thinking about maybe starting getting their fitness stuff started. Everyone who's going to see, see, see like that is what I want. That's what like like those people who understand that a fucking 250 pounds snatch is impressive like those people already have gyms dude <laughs> like like i just i don't understand that appeal but you got to know you're so, so all of the bad things that i just mentioned about social media and some of the good things like that's part that's you should assemble your plan as such and then if you're gonna hand over the reins to the social media to someone here's what i need from you one story post a day that can be fluffy another story post a day should be direct linked to a call to action uh, we should have one testimonial twice a week. Okay. We're going to have a little bit of fluff. Let's have some event stuff going on during the week. You know, if there's any events or announcements, great. Every holiday, let's make a post about it, but let's not make it be the most generic, fucking stupid shit. Cause otherwise nobody gives it. Nobody gives a shit. Their gym told them happy fucking flag day or nobody cares. If you don't have anything to really say, then just shut up. You know, is, is kind of where it goes where it goes in regards to that type of stuff for social media because businesses are different now business social media is very different a restaurant has no business being on fucking instagram unless you really have a comedic brand or a voice for the most part just make it about what people want it's what they're coming to you for now if all that sounds like a lot of what you just went over it's because (laughs) well but it's important it sounds like a lot because guess what it really fucking is right that's a lot And I wanted to make sure that we don't lose the fact that that was just social media. So go back, like pause, go rewind, hit that 30 second and 10 second back thing. Because Tyler, you just gave a a blueprint. You just gave the exact plan. So you now, if you, if it's kind of been over your head and you're not sure exactly what to do social media wise, Tyler just gave you exactly what you can repeat over and over and over again, tweak and test, go back to some um, previous episodes where we talked and bragged about uh, Hunter Wooten at his garage jam and how he used the social media um, methodology. Make your and- social media person batch that content together now. Cause if you, cause if you just have a gym guy do it, they're going to go, ah, well, kind of okay. Yeah, I'm going to go back to lifting weights. Brah. Like this is what they do. If you have a coach do it. So you say, so then you can tell them when you're giving them tasks. All right. I, I want you to harvest all of these testimonies. Oh, we don't have testimonies. Perfect. We here at Gym Owners Revolution and the Gear Academy, we have testimonial acquisition plays for Google reviews as well as some really high-quality, high-level ones that you can get, that you can leverage. That you'll be set for a year. But tell them, I want fucking – I want 35 of these things made next week. Just make the image. They can all kind of be semi-repetitive. You can go a little bit further into it if you want, but batch that content so it's efficient. Put it all on a drive so that if you're not posting it, if I fucking take this job away from you next week because you suck and you're lazy, I know where all the content is. Like, this is how you build a goddamn business. It's a bunch of layers. Tyler, why why are you capable of nerding out and raging for six minutes without breathing all about how to be able to build the social media side of things? 
because I have done so social media stuff for so many years for, so we started with a little, if you go to at Massonomics, we started that brand from literally scratch in the middle of nowhere. And now that they've got that up to, uh, I mean, 40, 50, it's a, it's just a great fun brand that people really understand the brand. They understand the voice. And all that's, that's done really, really well. I was really proud to have been a part of that when we got that launched and had sold that, but Tanner's done a great job ever since. It's a great example to see how a person can do that stuff. Then I did it with my own gym. I did it with blog writing before that on the, in the, on the fitness blog side of things as well. Um, we did it with my own gym. We grew that very, very quickly. Then we moved on and I'd managed for an equipment company and for fitness education content and some like high level stuff as well as marketing seminars and online pro like all of this stuff for these brands that we've done. I've done this content now for, what is this? I mean, for a lot of fucking years, six years, seven years, seven, no, Jesus. Yeah, seven, close seven, to 10, seven right? Years. Like, yeah. Right. Seven, eight years. And you're not good at anything. You're not, you won't be good at anything at a, like a black belt level till 10 years. So I ain't even right. there yet. And so I'm telling you all the stuff I, that I'm telling you about, it's from a lot of experience, a lot of trial and error and save yourself that learning curve and don't just plug somebody in. Like they should be able to explain to you what they're doing. If you have a gym, if you, if you're a coach and, and you have somebody who's in your gym on your staff doing your social media, ask them what the plan is. And ask them what number, what metrics they're trying to improve. If they're trying to chase uh, things like fucking reels views, they're fucking stupid. And mm -hmm. just you, you correct them once. And the moment they go back to that, take that job away from them because they just don't get it. And you can teach people to get it. And some people you can't. Um, but but yeah, it takes a lot of years. And and the shortcut to this is listening to people like John and I. Well, that's a big one. It, right? not and that's it. You spend eight years doing it and you don't have eight fucking years. No, and that's where it's, and it's for every one of these topics. And that's why it's, it's important to harp on because it's every one of these elements, it's going to be able to perfect this and get this. So it works exactly what your gym needs, your market needs, your people need, whether it's going to be like Tyler's just, you cranking them out, right? Whether it's, it's going to be sales process. We've talked about onboarding new staff, whether it's going to be social media, with the accountability piece, management, execution, all these different pieces, it will take you years. And the way it doesn't take you years is absolutely you start with us here on the podcast, start reading shit, doing that. But the easiest way that I've always found that allows me to accelerate my learnings and skip the line, skip all those people that started learning five years ago, how can I get in front of them and learn quicker and start taking action quicker? And it's always been getting a coach, paying somebody to say, tell me what you know so I can start doing action right now. It always yeah. has gone faster. And so that is where I would encourage anyone that's hearing all of these pieces one or all of them is DM, shoot us a message and come and join us in the gear Academy. These are yeah. the pieces that we put in place, take action on and show you exactly because you don't even know. I tell her, knowing what I know about folks when it comes to social media, you're like, well, you just need to be able to go and talk, talk to the people that are managing. If you don't even know the questions that you're supposed to be asking, yeah. the gear Academy is where you're supposed to be. For sure. Yeah. If you don't know, like also like what metrics are you chasing? What is this stuff? We did this. So John, we were going through our, so we, we pay someone for video coaching program is pretty intensive it's been it's often um but i want to learn from an expert on how to do these things how to do them well especially as we start adding layers and layers and layers of this business i just i want it to be good and so as we go through this you, you pay a premium 
right? But then you you learn a lot of stuff. But one of the things as we were going through this group was like, it was okay, so you're going to place this focus on this thing for this month. You're going to make this content. These are the metrics you want to you want to move forward. And they kind of, the coach, our coach had kind of glossed over that piece and, and was just like, so yeah, just decide if you're trying to get, you know, whether it's lead conversions or reach or whether it's views or whether it's, you know, you're just trying to expand the cutoff date or the, what are the, what, are, what do they call it? The click through or, or not click through the, What's the point where people stop watching? Um, right. Whatever that metric is, drop off. Um, yeah, drop off rate. There's a lot of things. Are you trying to grow? Uh, is, is it directly to sales? You're trying to close sales with content for this month. Like, where are you at with? But a lot of this stuff was like, as I'm reading these things, every I could see the looks. Of everybody's eyes. I was like, I was like, oh, there. This our coach knows what she wants and what the business needs this month, and they're gonna place emphasis on this. And I piped up, I said, hey, I don't think any of these people actually should be making this decision on their own. <laughs> like, like you want all these people to just choose which one, and they don't understand where they are, or even worse, for what platform they should be using for which thing. If you're on TikTok or if you're making reels, that's going to have a very different desired outcome than something, a video you're doing for here or there. And so, so what we found is like, oh, people don't even know the starting point, the starting question. And so they just make stuff and you learn and you get better very general way, but then you're just making stuff, throwing it to the wind and it goes fucking nowhere. And creating stuff is really, it's either expensive if you're not doing it, it's time consuming if you are. Um, and that's, it's a terrible way to, terrible way to do things. So you got to be asking the right questions. If you don't know those questions, get in the gear academy. I want to touch on one thing quick to hear John before we, before we wrap up. So we've covered, uh, we covered the sales piece. Cover a little bit of lead generation as a whole and content creation. We cover social media strategy, like social media, taking over your social media. The next piece is coaching that's done on the floor. And one of the things mm. that is really important is that you, co- you are a good coach. And we see a lot of people who gym owners are the good coach. And then they don't ever put anyone in a position to coach because the gym owner is the good one and all the other people suck. Well, you need to understand two things. One, people who are as good a coaches as you yourself a little bit but who are as good a coaches as you probably are already coaching somewhere okay so you're not they're not just wandering around having all this skill and passion just boiling over in their soul at their fucking other job while they make their way into this okay that doesn't that doesn't happen so there may be someone who has the passion but not the skill okay whatever that is you're gonna have some people in your gym that aren't aces dude and it's okay our first the technicians we had we had guys you know i was a 10 12 year guy Right. And so I knew my shit. There's not a problem I could walk into that I couldn't confidently know that I like, I'll figure this out. You know, I'll figure out what's wrong and I'll figure out how to fix it. But there's a lot of guys right. who, if left, if unguided, would have never figured out anything. Just know that. And yet, why were they able to go through? Why were we still able to send them on calls and charge the same amount of money for their services I do for mine? Because we had a system set up to help them. Okay. Meaning we had mm-hmm. other skilled people around. We taught them stuff every week a little bit, but we also didn't try to teach these people everything all the time. And that's the problem that I see gym owners who are good coaches have when they try to develop staff is you try to develop your coaches and you try to make them be an ace. And I got to know everything about this and internal torque, this and the breathing, this and the nervous system, this, and you just end up giving these fucking dissertations that fly as far over their heads as they do. And then they start talking to your clients about this shit. Okay. So just keep things on a fundamental level. And just make it about the one thing we got to get through today, okay? Mrs. Jones's furnace isn't working, okay? Here's what's going on. <laughs> you know, you know, you're stuck. Perfect. Give me a call. What's it doing? What's our hair? What's our hair? Okay, that's how it works. Sally needs to lose, wants to lose forty pounds. 
She can't move with her shit. She doesn't know much. I don't know where to start with her. I can't. I know how to squat with a barbell. I know how to just, I just, I don't know what to do. She hates running. She doesn't like any of the cardio. Perfect. Those are teaching moments with your business, by the way. And so it's not a thing where you have to wait until they're failing when they're coaching people or training people in group classes or one-on-one. You can take this and be out in front of it. All right, perfect. I've got you two clients this week. Welcome to the team, okay? You sold one, I set you up with another. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go through both of these sessions with you and we'll kind of just talk. They sit down with them beforehand, maybe game plan what we're going to try and do. Know that and teach them, hey, this is the thing we do pretty flexibly though because if they don't know if this and this and this doesn't work, we got to be flexible, okay? We, they still need to leave. And then all your the great things that you do if they're focused on the customer experience and results and less about fucking wisdom, which is the biggest, the wisdom trap is the worst trap for coaches. Don't be wise, brother. Just fucking be effective. Yes, it it's fun. And, and I think that if you can focus on those things, now you know, like, all right, so we're going to have a meeting for 10, 15 minutes just before we go out and coach Mrs. Jones. Okay. And we're going to go through, like, here's what I think we're going to try and do. What do you think? Perfect. Perfect. Let's go. And they go out there and you respond and you say, hey, if she doesn't like this, we go, you get through that session. And then you fucking talk about it afterwards. Hey, we should have done this differently. We could do this differently. That's that's how you're going to develop your coaches. Maybe once a week when you're having a sale, when you're having a staff meeting, 90% of that staff meeting should be about all the other stuff going on the gym. Make your reminders about supplement sales. How's any questions on any of this stuff? Triage, any troubles? And then it will be about coaching. Hey, I cannot get so-and-so to squat. Their fucking knee is the whole thing. Or they do kettlebell swings. It's always with their back. What do I do? Now we address that problem. We solve that issue. Now that person knows how to address that issue. Stop trying to impart a four-year, five-year, six-year, 10 years worth of experience onto these people in before you let them have any responsibility. Give them some people to work with. Let them sell. Let them sell themselves. And then you're going to be able to start to like improve upon it. They can grow and be great with the person they have. And they don't have to know everything. They don't Absolutely. have to know how to teach to snatch and clean a jerk. They don't know how to, how to be teaching ring muscle-ups and how to people walk on their hands because you know what you can maybe make sure that the few clients they have that they can do an amazing job for that person so then they learn to deliver results they learn it's about results it's not about hey i saw this new the fucking worst shit is a coach that saw some new exercise on fucking instagram <laughs> i'm gonna jam yeah. all my people through this shit that i saw on instagram because it seems cool to me and it's fucking and dumb. And so don't do it. Just don't do this. So, so that thing for training, I do believe you still should pay for some sort of other education, whether it's seminars, stuff like that, because they should have an appetite for education, appetite for learning constantly. But in the meantime, work with them in the context of their clients and the problems they're trying to solve for those clients. That's it. And, that it, and that's the beginning of a system that allows you to be able to empower and trust and and build trust with these coaches that you have that then allows you to be able to elevate them through your system and let them prove their worth and prove their reliability nobody likes coaching the 5 a.m class no one likes coaching the 6 a.m class but does that motherfucker show up every day oh make sure the gym is open the lights are on people are in they're happy and you're not getting fucking calls at your house because the gym's not open Right. As you build that trust with those coaches, now you can, now you want to give them more opportunity. And you, this is where you can start to have people that are levels of, maybe I could see myself giving them yeah. not the keys to the kingdom, but you know, you give them keys to the sections. 
because they've been known time yeah exactly. they understand they your social media philosophies they can start to on-ramp the employees as you as you did to them Bingo. exactly that's part so i hope this helps guys i hope i didn't bark at y'all too much but i think i do think there's a high amount of value here in this episode so I really think if there's an episode for you to go back and listen to and kind of take some notes on how you can craft some of these systems, if you don't feel like jumping in the gear academy and just fucking light speed in this shit to making everything work for you, if you want to keep taking for free, go for it. Just go back and listen. Take these notes. So because each one of these pieces, especially um, the, the main three, which is the sales, social media stuff, and uh, coaching quality, um, craft what that system should look like for you. Okay? Each one of those things, like what tasks need to be done. How do I systemize that? Meaning if an appointment's going to be made, how do I make sure it goes to them? Do I need a back-end thing like Calendly? Do you need, so you start to make sure like interject to build, just build this process. As you make that process, then you need to know what metrics do I need to hold them accountable to? What processes do they need to be accountable to? What outcomes do they need to be accountable to? If Mrs. Jones came here to lose 40, 40 pounds and you got some guy who's a big super genius who knows all this stuff about training and nine months later, Miss Jones still got 40 pounds to lose, that person is not serving Mrs. Jones very well, right? That person is more worried about themselves and their ego and being smart than it is getting Mrs. Jones her results. And if it's Miss Jones that's in the way, then we need to coach her better, okay? So all of those things and each step of that way, understand, write up what that process should look like for you. What do you want it to be? And then and then start to figure out how can I right, do that now with all the things that you're doing. And then now we can now you can start to do this and you don't need to hire a general manager because I hate to break it to you. If your business is pulling an extra 70 or 80 grand, like right now, like if, if you exceed this and now you just got that extra money coming in, I, you're going to want to keep it. <laughs> you, you are yeah you're gonna want to sure. keep it you're not just be like i'll just give this to somebody else and then i'll go like find more like it's gonna be hard for you to do and, and it's just not that necessary you don't give anyone that much power because it's it's not necessary in your gym it's just not um it, it really isn't because you're better off than just completely duplicating your gym with these processes at the scale that it's at in a different location than you are just trying to keep turning up the noise Okay. So thanks a lot for listening, everybody. Go to the Gym Owners Revolution Facebook group. The link is in our description. Uh, make sure you follow at the Gym Owners Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Tyler F. And Stone on Instagram. And John? You can follow me on Instagram at jbanksfl. Thanks a lot for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.